welcome to 216, a link to the past randomizer podcast. I am your host, your agent. Huge, huge show today. I've got the biggest guest I've ever gotten. This is unbelievable. Shigeru Miyamoto hey. is on the show today. Whoa. We've got hey. the creator. Hey, how, fear, how, how did you get in here before us? What, what are you um, doing? Uh, uh, Dante, you got it. How, did you let him in? All right, hey, what's up, guys? Um, oh, hey. are we getting ready? Are we getting ready to record? Or yeah, is it... I just I just came in here and fear was like recording an intro to two sixteen. Oh, so here's the here's the thing. You guys I didn't know this, but I've been using Go mode for my recording booth <laughs> this entire time. So. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! I can't right, believe we that. haven't overlapped at any point. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm that's sneaky. surprising. I'm sneaky like that. What can I say? Damn, that's crazy. Well. It's uh, it's still good to have you here. Uh, funny, we should run it into each other on this specific day at this specific time. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess I'm, I guess I'm just gonna have to cancel my interview with uh, Shigeru Miyamoto today. But I oh, guess we no. can do go, bet, go mode and say right? That's why he was sitting out there in the green room. I was trying to say hello, but his bodyguards oh. immediately punted me into the recording I'll, room. Yeah, I'll just tell him to come back. Okay. okay. Well, I, well, since you're here. I mean, would you like to record GMP with us? I mean, that. that sounds way better than talking to the creator of Zelda, I think. Okay. I want to know what cool. tournaments are happening in this community. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, this, I guess you guys know this is not 216, although we love 216. Uh, this mm -hmm. is a Go Mode podcast. Uh, I'm Dante, and we do have Herf with us as well. And shout outs to Fear for joining us Yo, on uh, episode 146. Uh, man. So, um, Fear, how's it going, man? How's things? Great. Going great. Just uh, wrapping up the, my first tournament, trying to... My goal is to become the Go Mode podcast, to take over the Go Mode podcast at some point. So mm. I had to start my own tournament. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I went the opposite route. Instead of helping newer runners, I just had the hardest mode for everyone to play. And, and just, <laughs> good luck. But uh, no, we just wrapped up the 216 um, Co-op Keys Swiss portion the we've got our first finalist. We only had a top four. We wanted to make it pretty small. Um, Allison and Goomba mm -hmm. are, in the, are in the finals, which is not surprising. Nice. How good they, are. they beat uh, yeah. Zelda and Dr. Marty 2 0. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like as we're recording, not to date this, but uh, Schulzer and Teto are racing against Humbug and Telthar right now in game two. So, Man, yeah. I mean, even just those names you mentioned, you know, you already know that's a high quality, that's some high yeah. quality stuff going on over there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think last episode, Herf was like, you know, we, we announced the top four names and it's like, yeah, that's a bunch of nobodies, right? Like no one's ever heard of them. Mm -hmm. Who are uh, these people? <laughs> well, I mean, you look at the names that made it and then you look at the names that didn't make it and it's like, holy crap, how did, how did they not even yeah. make it? So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I got to say, if you're trying to follow in Tim's footsteps, the amount of manual work you had to put in with some of the like, you know, asyncing things without a bot process to do it, uh, you know, kind of putting the burden on yourself. You, mm -hmm. um, you you've done that because that reminds me of Temp in 2019 for the first mm -hmm. mentor tournament, just like <laughs> when he talks about being at dinner and having to like find a mentor for somebody. <laughs> yeah. It was I actually, will. it ran really smooth. We had Claire Mouse stepped up as she always mm -hmm. does in the community and really helped out. And she brought her bot into the, into the discord mm, okay. and made things a little bit easier. And her gem who also volunteered just randomly and uh, Sigma helped run all the 
asyncs. Mm-hmm. There was like one week we had a bunch of asyncs, and then the the rest of the weeks are just a, a handful. So it, it went really well. Like I, I know you guys mm-hmm. had that async conversation a while back, but um, and I'm kind of like mixed in like where do where do asyncs belong in in tournaments? Yeah, this was like mm-hmm. perfect. This is the perfect tournament for asyncing because you have four runners playing a longer mode all over the world. And it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to, it's hard to schedule. Like, um, so we wanted to make that available and it worked out. I think, I think everyone had a good time. I've been having a good time. Absolutely. I mean, I was just going to say, I, I definitely, you know, now that we have you here personally and I'm looking at you on your cam, I definitely want to tell you face to face that I think you did a tremendous job and obviously by extension, your your admin team as well. Uh, by all accounts, you know, the, the matches I've seen, the people that were participating that I've talked to and even like Jam and Clearmouse, everyone's been saying that it's been a great time. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, there were, as I was saying, quality matches. There's even more quality matches to come. I, I think, you know, especially considering it was your first tournament, absolutely to her thumbs up for me. I appreciate it. It was technically my first turn solo uh, yeah. tournament. But, um, I mean, we all yeah. know you have a little history with <laughs> right. and a, stuff like I've that. I've got a history with, with creating stuff and, mm-hmm. and running stuff. So if it was my real first tournament, it would probably have been more of a nightmare. But since I've done it before and I knew it was important, like we didn't restream any of the group stage and mm-hmm. re- restreaming, honestly, is the biggest headache when it comes to yeah, for uh, sure. tournament yep. running because you got to find volunteers and mm-hmm. the volunteer, how, how do I say this kindly? Like volunteering has gone down the last three or four years. Yeah. And understandably, I mean, people don't want to give up their time and, you know, I, I think back in the like the glory days of 2018, 2019, where it was like just a glut of volunteers because everyone was super jazzed about this pretty new game. And now mm-hmm. we've been doing it for five or six years. So it's hard to find the amount of volunteers. And that's where running a tournament can be like super stressful. I mean, Dante, mm-hmm. in the league, you have dude so <laughs> many matches to restream. And that's just in the invitation and not counting the open. And it's like how are we expected to to restream all of this stuff when we you know you only have like seven or eight <laughs> volunteers yeah. consistently mm-hmm. volunteering? And so by eliminating that for the two the two sixteen uh, tournament, it just made running it like choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can would imagine. I would really love, and I know speed gaming wouldn't want to do this for like I guess liability potentials, but like I would just love for them to be able to capture the like the runner's tracker and then you mm-hmm. could just you could have a restream and if comms didn't happen then you mm-hmm. just have yeah you check to make sure they have clean audio whoever sets it up and then it goes and that's yeah. it like i mean you know not to toot our own horn but uh that's essentially what Dunka does for a lot of restreams yeah. for letter invitational stuff because he just connects his tracker to some you know thing he wrote and it displays on screen basically what they're either manually or auto tracking and then even if you don't have a commentator, you can at least, you know, show the gameplay of the two people and people can follow along. It's uh, to, to go back to the volunteer stuff that you said for you real quick. It's also just even if you have the crew capacity, it just adds at least one, probably two, if not three or more people that you have to schedule with, basically. Right. Yeah. Because scheduling mm-hmm. with each other is already nightmare enough, as we talked about with the asyncs and everything. And then you have to find two commentators, a tracker, maybe a restreamer. And now you're suddenly from like three people up to eight or something. And then right. everyone has to have time for two hours at that exact spot. So it just makes everything more nightmares. Yeah. I love yeah. trackers. 
But if we could eliminate the need for having people manually track races, which Dunk mm-hmm. has done, I think if that becomes more mainstream, then I feel like there would be a, a more restreams happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Sure. I mean, when I've been restreaming these pog races or like, you know, back when I did a few Andy races for cross keys, it was like, okay, I'm just capturing trackers. I'm not going to try and find somebody to click buttons for, mm-hmm. for two hours. And with like mystery races, it's like, okay, it could be one, it could be five hours. You don't know. So yeah. like committing to that, like if I can't get people to do it for casual boots in, in league, I don't think mm-hmm. I could get somebody to do it for a mystery race. And that, that's yeah. just like mm-hmm. completely unknown. I don't know how easy it is for speed gaming or ZSR or any of these bigger channels to set up what Dunka has or something similar because auto tracking is so prevalent now, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. back when we first started or even when auto tracking was a, a first a thing, it was like, I, I understand the need for trackers and it's not that I don't like the volunteers. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate all the trackers that, that take the time to mm-hmm. do it. But if we could just eliminate the need for that and it would allow, I don't know, it would just make things so much easier for everyone. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm right there with you. Cause I, I don't want to like, you know, there are people who just track like that is, that's what they do. That's how they have fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, I want to have the option for that. I, I've talked to Sigma a couple of times. I'm, I'm probably saying too much here, but I was like, what would it take to like, just get some form of like web socket, like whatever the web thing is. Cause I know Dunkas is like a website, you know, to yeah, talk, talk yeah. to someone's SD to SNES and then light up the speed gaming tracker. But apparently like, that's obviously relying on the runner to, you know, open that mm-hmm. like a, a separate SG window and they'd have to opt in. And then yeah. the, the idea with Dunka's thing is like Dunka, I think uses his deal if they use his tracker. So he had mm-hmm. the option to do that. So if someone uses a different tracker, he still has to have someone manually click things. Mm-hmm. At least, at least when I talked to him about it at one point, that's what he said. Yeah, it's not 100% like perfect because uh, as you say, you know, Dunka's Tracker normally is online. You can download an offline version, but normally it's just on his website. It's like Dunka Tracker or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And if you connect to that and use it through that, he has the ability to like capture that for your specific game where you just put in like a like a code and it right. knows, all right, you know, now, now I got to connect to this 10 minute delay tracker. or no delay, whatever he's exactly, got. Exactly, right. And yeah. um as far as SG goes, as you said, it either would need to be a tracker like that, like an SG tracker that the runners are using that has auto tracking capabilities for them. And then it would also connect to like a WebSocket or an API on SG's side, and they could just grab all this information like that. Or it would have to be like its own thing like if mm-hmm. you're your own tracker and then you also as as you were just explaining earlier you also have your like own little sg app or whatever running that, that captures everything i mean the easiest way for them would probably be uh you know depending on how realistic and good it is to as you earlier said capture the runner strikers themselves because they already have the technology mm-hmm. for you know cropping the game feed cropping the timers separating them and stuff so you can also separate out the tracker but then you run into the problem that everyone has their trackers laid out differently. Some people use funny images instead of the boots and the bombs <laughs> exactly. or whatever, you know. And then suddenly you have a bunch of penises on your screen that light up. So <laughs> have we seen those? No, but seriously, have we seen penises? On, I don't think so. I, I think there's think like so, no. there's like a couple people have their own like custom trackers, but for the <laughs> most part, I would say the majority of the trackers are either emo tracker or dunka tracker, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like if you just capture a square instead of like the big rectangle that. SG has, then mm-hmm. it'd be 
uh, simplify everyone's life. I feel like that's probably the best way to go about about it for speed gaming. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know, like, here's the thing is I know nothing when it comes to coding or how programming works or how Same. It's, all, it's all magic to me. I just go like, you know, it'd be cool as if in the league we had a bot <laughs> that did everything for you. <laughs> and, then, and then someone smarter had like, so it was Sigma at the time would go like, okay, well now here does this. Or like with uh, the 216 tournament, I was like, it'd be cool if, you know, the threads got created automatically and Clearmouse has her bot and it just does it. And I'm like, I have no clue how any of that works. <laughs> I just know people yeah. in the community that are way smarter than me. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, just can take my idea and actually run, run with it. So, Oh yeah. The thing I, I'll say this too, like with ZSR and SG, like my assumption here is like, I think like ALTTPR and maybe SMZ three, you know, which is kind of adjacent. I think they're the only two randomizer communities that allow auto tracking. Mm, so mm-hmm. we're kind of looking at it from our rose colored glasses. Definitely. Um, That's true. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of things SG does, it's like they are vanilla speed runs. It's not just randomizers. So they don't mm-hmm. need a tracker for everything. So like when I was said something to Sigma about it, I think like one of the responses he had to me, like just trying to like put things in perspective was, you know, well, this would work for ALTTPR and then how else would this benefit SG? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Well, but what I've learned, I've learned this is- year, like they're okay with us canceling restreams. Like yeah. we, we did that a lot on League. It was like, all right, pull the plug. It's 30 minutes. No one has signed up for a single role. Don't ping everybody incessantly because that makes people turn pings off. Just mm-hmm. call it like pull the plug. Yeah. Yeah, speed gaming does rely a lot on, on Rando. Like, Link to the past randomizer for a lot oh, of their yeah, content. sure. So yeah, it's mutually beneficial. I think like yeah, they have other other games that are run, but if you look at the numbers, which I do because I follow the speed gaming channels, like Rando usually gets the higher amount of viewers. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's definitely their like workhorse, if you want to call it that. They definitely get a lot of content out of it, and they also get a lot of viewership out of it because it just has a pretty big community that is still interested after all this time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, as as we were talking about earlier, I think, you know, programming your own software for it to have it auto track on SG or whatever is probably a little overkill. But a a good start would be just capturing the trackers of the runners. And, you know, even if you're afraid of like root stuff happening or maybe stuff not getting tracked right, you you can put up some rules, you know, like you do with uh, with the music that you allow or don't allow, you know, don't have custom images on your tracker or whatever. And then that's it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's hard to say. I, we're I solving the world's problems. It's what we're yeah. doing. <laughs> the one thing I'm still curious about is they. I think I talked to Sigma about this at SGL, but I don't really remember. But they were saying they were going to update their tracker back end at least for a while. Now. I don't know if they already <laughs> that was like have. Two or three years ago, I think he said that. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I don't know if they have. I haven't tracked for SG in ages, but it was kind of a nightmare with the auto refreshing every sixty seconds, and then it wouldn't register your clicks and stuff. It's all, yeah, all it's, the more yeah. uh, praise for the people who love tracking for SG because <laughs> it was a nightmare for me. It is. It, and to be fair, I don't know how to do any of it. So it's easy for me mm-hmm. to say, like, just do this when I don't yeah, know how course. any of it works. Of but yeah, it definitely could be better. And I think they know that it could be better. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they're getting there. 
I think, you know, to put a little bow on it all, I, we're not trying to say SG's doing a bad job or that no. they're doing it yeah. wrong no. or no, whatever, no, no, no. you know, we're just saying, I think it would make it more likely for restreams to not be such a nightmare if we could at least eliminate one role. Yep. The next step might be allowing solo comms or people have suggested this before as well. Just let the runners commentate their own runs. Of course, you know, you don't really have control over what the runners are saying. So maybe you need to start implementing mm. some tape delay stuff like uh, in the Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> they, I think if you know that you're going to be on commentary, like, right. if you, like if, oh, your stream's going to be live on Speed Gaming or, or ZSR, then just, I think for the most part, people are. Yeah, they can probably pull themselves yeah. together. Either mute Problem. yourself or like you would, you know, normally or keep it PG. Like if, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's a, the mute button's there for your, your mic, I'm assuming on OBS or XSplit, right. whatever you use. And you could just say, okay, I know I can't not cuss if, if something bad happens. So I'll just, I'll just mute, you know, mm-hmm. um, for the whole thing. But it, yeah. anyway, well, I guess so um, to wrap it up, I'm doing really good. <laughs> oh, good, good, <laughs> good. Um, we were talking about auto tracking. So let's, let's jump, let's jump right into the next piece here. Uh, cause we, I was going to bring up auto tracking. So Tark had a little bit of discussion. I noticed that kind of popped around nothing official. So, you know, I, I guess fear can weigh in his admin role here if he wanted to, but, uh, Basically, it was a little bit about should we open auto tracking up a little more? You know, for the longest time, we've had auto tracking be just, you know, the map squares and, you know, the items that you find. Obviously, no logic is implicated into that uh, as far as, you know, giving you the order you found things. But people were talking about, is it time to just allow the numbers to tick down inside the dungeon and kind of expand that way? But, you know, there's also some ideas of starting equipment. So people mentioned the words, and I hate these words, ROM inspection to see <laughs> starting equipment. And mm-hmm. I, I, had, I was told there was a little bit of a summary of like slippery slopes were discussed uh, as far as like cheating. And I don't know, I guess because of the word ROM inspection makes it feel that way. But I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts about like revamping if, if people wanted to revamp the auto trackers to allow the items to come down? Does that... Does that add or take away any of the value at this point to you guys? Well, for me, I think the first point where they want the the dungeon item count, I could probably live with that. I don't think that's a super huge change that would make such a difference that it has like a huge impact on things. Uh, how I have to ask because I'm I, if I play I don't auto track because I'm an old man. How does starting <laughs> equipment currently work? Like, do you have to manually put it in, or if you find your first mm-hmm. item that it auto tracks, it like realizes you have them and then it lights them up, or how how does it work? You either manually put it in, or mm-hmm. when the game starts and it can read the memory to see what items you have in your inventory. Mm-hmm then mm-hmm. it puts it on your auto tracker. So if you select open as your preset on mm-hmm. Dunka tracker, instead of casual boots where Dunka has it programmed to start you with boots and a sword, like mm-hmm. you'll see the boots and the the sword clicked like as it started. Okay. So how does that, do they want it to be like in the, do they want to have it light up on the tracker in the file select already? Or yes. what's, what's that's what's dumb. I don't know who, I honestly do not know who, who okay. wants that, but I know that was a discussion. People like some people did want that. Some people don't want that. Okay. But, I, I mean, I might just not play all those wacko modes enough to understand the benefit of this, but I think mm-hmm. if the items light up as soon as you start the game, then I don't really understand where the problem lies, to be honest. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah. 
Like, if it comes as up, I said, I, I might just not play enough, and that's you know a hundred percent possible because we all know how much I play. But uh, I, I don't really see the benefit of knowing it when I put my name in. Like if I know what items I have when I start the game, then I'm pretty happy with that. I mean, yeah. the screen shows you what the items you have. What does it matter if the tracker lights up I, I, 30 seconds? I suppose that's in. their argument then. Because if you can already see it on the f- screen in front of you, why would it not also already light up in the tracker, right? <laughs> I don't know what the benefit is, again, but, yeah, but I, I, can that's, see I think that that's kind the, of argument. The question is what what is the benefit? Like mm-hmm. as soon as you start the game, you have it. I think the big one is pseudo boots. Because if you start mm-hmm. with pseudo yeah. boots, um, it doesn't show anything on your tracker. There's no icon for pseudo boots. It doesn't show on the game screen. Um, I think someone mentioned somewhere about maybe changing the color of the boots to make them like be blue or something. Mm-hmm. That would be the only the only reason I would think a reminder that you have pseudo boots. And I know like in in PogChamp. All of the, I think all of the seeds start with pseudo boots. Is that right? They do. It's either okay. boots. This season is either boots or pseudo boots, which it's always funny for us to watch and see when people forget they for, have pseudo exactly. boots. Exactly. Totally. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. when you're playing PogChamp, it's easy to forget. Like, because you're trying to put it all <laughs> together anyways. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can press A and hold it and run from, from the beginning. But yeah. The, the idea of wanting something like that, like what's the benefit? I, I am reminded uh, there's a comedian and I don't, he probably got canceled if I'm thinking of who it is, but uh, <laughs> there's some comedian that said something about people complaining about, you know, how cramped their flight was. And it's like, but did you sit in a big metal bird in a chair <laughs> flying through the sky, mm-hmm. getting somewhere? And that sounds like yeah. CK, yeah. it might've been. Yeah, I think it was, but I'm like, we, we have something that talks to a Super Nintendo, like it just plugs in with the USB cable and makes a serial mm-hmm. connection and your computer reads it and it tells you what items you have <laughs> in the game. To yeah. me, that's amazing. Um, yeah, it's, so, it's, it is amazing. But I guess, you know, people are always looking for ways to improve things. I just, as I said earlier, I just don't know what the improvement here really is. If I can see it a couple seconds before I start the game or if I see it yeah. as soon as I start the game. Yeah. I do want to say, though, as someone who was on the council when we decided no dungeon number tracking, I will mm-hmm. concede now. I think we should allow it. And and I'll tell you why. Because we screwed up our wording and we screwed up our own rules. There was a loophole that's been used ever since, I'm assuming, day one. And it's just kind of been there. And that loophole has been... You can track maps and you can track uh, track compasses. So mm-hmm. if you do that, it's kind of like doing the inverse. And then you know if you've left an item or not, if you're counting keys as well. So mm-hmm. it's, it's still a little bit of a logic puzzle mentally. And I'll concede that for like my old point of view. But it's like at this stage, uh, I, maybe because I'm moving into like the, the rando old folks home uh, but I am I am okay, I guess, with it at this point. You know, like we already have the green squares light up for us, so might as well go full bore with it. As soon as that happened, which is from the beginning, basically, I feel like losing races because you mistrack something or you like forgot to check. Like I'll never forget in league, one up forgot to do the back of uh, the the bar, Kakariko's the bar. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was the fire rod. And he had a clear, clear lead in that tire race. He just needed to remember that he forgot to do that. And if he was using auto tracker, 
that green square never would have gone away. Turned because, off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you would have, oh, I, and it's just like a, oh, I'm sorry. I almost swore. You're it's fine. Really, I can bleep it. <laughs> say what you want, man. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a lousy way to lose uh, a race. And I feel like mm-hmm. with auto tracking, it's like once the cat's out of the bag, just allow it. Like the whole cheating argument is pretty null and void because there's so many ways to cheat. If you want to get away with it and you want to cheat and get away with it, there's, you could probably do it without, you know, if you're a cheater, you're not going to use the legal way of doing it. Right. You're going to create yeah, your own probably system. Probably not. Yeah. That's fair. It's, it's, cheaters aren't like uh, rule followers by nature. So mm-hmm. if, if, if you can just press the rules a little bit more, they're going to do it anyway. So it's like that. What are we going to stop? You're not going to stop that. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. worry about cheating. I would just say like, let's just sure track it. Now I haven't followed any of the conversation. And here's the thing about being a Tark admin is it's not like I get to decide what happens with um, right. the voting or whatever. We just mm-hmm. create the opportunity for, for the community to decide like, is this something that we want? And then we'll put it up for a vote. So I think that's what's going to happen because there's so much discussion and people kind of want to revisit what is going on with auto tracking. I think once someone puts together all the ideas of like what it is we should be voting on and what should be allowed, we'll, we'll present it to the community uh, and let them vote on it. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be, I think it'll be an interesting, not, I won't read the whole discussion. It'll be an interesting, I guess, uh, check into results is yeah. how I'm going to look at it yeah. just to see what people think. Cause I think, you know, I was under a massive impression, even though I voted for Specky to be allowed on council, that there was a big subset that did not want it. And then when the Tark vote happened, it was quite the opposite. It was yeah. mm-hmm. like ridiculously high number wanted it. And it's like, okay, well, you know, so it shows what we know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always kind of tough to, you know, to gauge it out because sometimes you're just off the mark. It's going to happen. And you it's know, also hindsight. Talk. People had a chance to play with, yeah. with Becky. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when, whenever something is different or new, the immediate reaction is no, yes. <laughs> there's just human nature. <laughs> and so if you give people time to like experience it and like say, this is pretty much the same thing as like a pod clip or, you know what I mean? Like you, you get a chance to play with it and realize it's, uh, I don't know, improves the game or whatever. It's like, yeah, sure. Why, mm-hmm. why not? Um, and so, yeah, I think, can I, I'll just say this. I think Tark has done a good job where picking up the pieces of what was left from uh, the, the council. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got to say, I think it has like not, not because I helped transition it there, but I think you guys in this like last, let's see what month is it now? It's been four, six, eight months or something like that. I think it's been, very successful and the world did not burn down like everyone thought it was going to. It was very easy to fall into that, that mindset back when mm-hmm. the council was just like, all right, no more. So, yeah. uh, so kudos to you guys, uh, fear and, and co. Well, again, <laughs> I think, I think what's happening is we're not actually doing all that much. I just think we're letting the community have, have a voice. And I think that's what was missing with, with council. Like I was mm-hmm. a part of the original council. So it's not like I'm, saying like uh, yeah. the council was just trash kind of was, but the idea that we could just allow, um, you know, the community to have a, have a voice and let it be what it is. And I, I think we're, we're going to see some changes with would be my guess. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see some changes with auto tracking. I don't know exactly how and what, but I think the community wants it 
mm-hmm. if they don't, well, they'll, they'll make their voice known with the vote. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys uh, can come on the show and talk about how awful the, the uh, Tark admins are again yes. when they're not here. I yeah, listen to the yeah. show. I listen. I don't, I don't think they're bad. I've never thought you guys are bad. Although we made I, announcements. You guys like, what's the point of this announcement? <laughs> did we? Did I, we it. Me which yes, one? I, did. I can't we remember. Did. There isn't a lot of announcements, either. but I just it remember was, like, I want to say it was the rules doc, like the community, oh, yeah. like, 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 I don't know what the, like a uh, code of conduct. Oh, so oh yeah. Yeah. Because I think conduct, it was yeah. temp, either you or temp Herf pointed out that it had like a last revised date and it was like, well in the past from when it was publicly announced and we were like why is that there <laughs> yeah maybe i don't remember i mean you know me i like stir in the pot <laughs> so so stir in the pot all right i gotta i gotta take us off the rails um so uh so what happens fear in may i i gave drossy some grief about this so it's your turn uh so what happens in may when the admin elections are happening and you guys all decide we're going to stay a second term. There are, there is no, like, is there no election? <laughs> no, there's already people that are ready to bow out. So perfect. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, my meme is already dead. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the first group of turnover is going to be pretty easy. <laughs> like the five of us are like, uh, some of us are, you know, like I've done this for a long time. You know, I've, I've been here in the community since gosh, 2018, which is mm-hmm. six years now. And it's like, I've done it all. I've been in every tournament. I've admin stuff. I've been part of the council. I've been part of the TARC admins. And I've just done, I've done it all. And at some point it's just like, all right, let's let fresh new, new eyes, new faces come in. And yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah, I can definitely do. understand that. We need to get to the next generation at this stage. I think a little bit you know? over the torch. Oh yeah. Well, in, in good TARC news, uh, there was an announcement. And it was about whitelisting some players who might need this. Uh, and I think Senac has a little tool for this that's been developed. But basically, so if you've followed anything with Twitch, Twitch right now is the only platform you can stream with on racetime.gg for races. So mm-hmm. at this stage, Twitch is actually pulling out of some countries. Uh, the most notable one, I think, right now is uh, South Korea. I almost said North Korea. That would have not been right. Um, <laughs> Days Cloud does not live in North Korea. We can confirm yeah. that. Correct. Uh, so uh, there's going to be like a whitelist thing that can be done to allow people to, you know, state, hey, I'm streaming this on YouTube. They still have to stream it. Obviously, they have to have a VOD of it. But this is kind of bridging the gap where race time doesn't have the technology. I'm, I'm told that there's been some discussions. This is not an ALTTPR topic. I've been told there's been some discussions in the race time server off and on about finding ways to actually make YouTube support become native. So like, I think that's a good step in the right direction. Like, cause race time is more than ALTTPR. Like we said, it's mm-hmm. speed runs, it's other randomizers, it's other games. And I'm sure there's people in that use it that aren't ALTTPR people that are in South Korea with, you know, having the same thing. So maybe, maybe we get to that point and then we can get like a YouTuber. I don't know. Kick is kick still alive. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't I think, yeah, I don't think it can handle stuff as much as Twitch does. This is the day's cloud rule. Like, obviously, the reason this came up is we didn't want to lose days from the community. Right. Um, understandably, one of the best people in all of ATLT, ALTTPR. Um, and so, it, you know, it's the, it's the day's cloud rule. It's the only reason that we, that we brought it up. And I, I think it's understandable. 
the the limitations come from YouTube, not necessarily from race time. I think the YouTube API doesn't allow stuff to to work okay. properly within mm-hmm. uh, race time is from what I've, I've been told. And it's not like, it's not that we want everyone to stream on Twitch. It's just that that's what's available to use. It's just the tool that's available. Yeah. And uh, it's not even an ALTTPR thing. Like I said, it's, it's a, it's a bigger thing than that. It's uh, anyone that wants to stream on, on race time, you can't do it on Twitch if you're in South Korea. So, um, you know, to make sure that Dazed still gets to play with us all, he he's allowed to to stream to YouTube and and still race. So, that's always good. I mean, you know, I might take a vacation to South Korea at some point. I got a friend who's getting married and moving over there, so it's kind of like maybe maybe, maybe I want to play rando from South. I, I don't actually, but <laughs> go all over South Korea, just play rando yeah. <laughs> just to play some rando. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so if there's oh, other man. people that, uh, you know, are in countries that can't swing stream to Twitch, um, they can be added to that white list. Just have to mm-hmm. talk to the Tark admin. And, uh, I'm really not sure. Like, if Twitch is really pulled out of any other countries, I, I know I'm assuming like Twitch is not in China. Like, you know, some of the like, governmental mm-hmm. lockdown type countries but you know most most of the free world i guess i'll say uh maybe cautiously uh i, I think that <laughs> they all have you know access to twitch kind of except south korea now so i think so yeah but i mean you know if it's at some point possible to use something other than twitch on uh, on race time gg i just know from like past tournaments and past experiences even in the mentor tournament i think some people just prefer to stream to youtube or whatever platform they're using i remember when mixer was mm-hmm. around we had quite a bunch of people mm-hmm. who were streaming to that so yeah you know even if you can just open it up to preference that would also be just a nice step in the right direction i think options that's are nice. ra- yeah that's a race time thing though that's not a oh yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah well we're gonna make it we're gonna make it a tart no i'm kidding we're not gonna make it a tart <laughs> yeah. thing uh but yeah uh, i mean let us know your thoughts on uh i guess the if you have them drop them in the discord regarding the auto tracking thing maybe, maybe go drop them in the tark one don't put that in the go mode one i, I yeah, don't want to have to say that for it in the target. Okay. Game. All right, good. Discord, yeah. Cool. Well, if you have actual concerns that you'd want to voice to the community, then make sure you use the forum then. That is that's why it's there. And make it personal because that's one thing that people do a really good job of is when talking about auto tracking, turn it into personal attacks against each other. So <laughs> you think that's a requirement for the discussion? I, I don't know. It just feels like that's what happens in all these discussions. Why I skip a lot of them is it just becomes so like personal and not about the actual situation. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll put myself out there and say this a lot of times from my council experience, reading discussions, it felt like a lot of times people wanted to be right or to win the discussion more than they really felt that it was a need to have what they were, you know, fighting for, uh, for, I guess for lack of better phrasing, but yeah, like that, that was, it was like, it did, do you really want this like that bad? Or do you just want to win? Like, which, which mm-hmm. is it? Um, but anyway, that's my personal opinion. So moving on here, we got a couple tourneys. Uh, we're not going to catch up every single tourney again. We did that last week or last episode rather, but we do have some that have concluded. So Enemizer is over. Finals, if you remember, uh, were, were between Zen Arcane and Sailor Nip. And Zen Arcane won 2-0. I, I, I got to say, when I saw the finals for this, nothing against Shady and someone who were, you know, three and four in this. 
uh, I was like, you know, these are two people that I honestly would love both of them to win this tournament. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I partnered with NEP for a long time in league and, you know, seeing Zen win, it was like, you know, I think it's, it's awesome for Zen. Like I was super happy for the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely but, big GGs to Zen and also to to Nep for just making it this far. I mean, the Animizer, you know, I think a lot of people, we've talked about this before in the podcast, I think, but a lot of people underestimate the Animizer because, you know, it just sounds like such a jovial and fun thing where it's like, oh, the enemies are mixed around, hee hee hoo hoo. And then you start playing it and you get rolled over by like 15 fire bars and 12 <laughs> spike bars. And you're like, uh, okay, maybe this isn't yeah. as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> It can definitely be uh, very challenging, but, uh, but yeah, Mm. congrats to Zen for uh, winning that one. Shady and someone played for uh, third place. And I was told those were quite some races. Uh, Shady took that one two one all the way to three games. And if I remember correctly, I I have to make sure I shout this out. Shady is normally a, uh, Moldorm bouncer, if if you want to call it that, in GT. But I want to say Helma was at the top of GT, and I think in the le- the eleventh hour, Shady in game one managed to hover to win that game with no hook shot, nice. which was pretty awesome to see. Um, you know, it, it's always like nice to see when someone gets the hover or the, the you know the Moldorm bounce when they're mm-hmm. up there for forever and the lead is just shrinking. And then you're like on the edge of your seat, like what is going to happen? Uh, and then finally gets it in like right at the last second. That's when, you know, it's always exciting, but you know, shout outs to them for placing in top four and congrats to Moo Cow for finishing a successful tournament. Uh, in other tourney news, we got lockout bingo that has finished game three actually did happen. Um, they did bet one and two back to back. Andy took game one. Jim took game two. And then game three, I got to say, was pretty spicy. Uh, I got to do commentary with Clear Mouse for that one. We restreamed it. And uh, Jim not having bombs left the moon pearl in the back of the CAC well for a good while and basically last located it. And we thought this is over. And Jim mm-hmm. made a couple of skips and the keys kind of fell right for him. And then it became this like breadcrumb seed. And he just got on the path, but he got on it before Andy. And I want to say it was like seven to six in Andy's favor, needing 13 to win. And it ended at like 13 to seven. Like Jim just like steamrolled the second half of the seed. It was super crazy. Definitely worth watching. But congrats to Jim for taking the inaugural lockout bingo title. Uh, I guess now we'll shift on over to GMP community updates. Cross Keys Mentor Tourney. It is here. This time we actually have the bracket on hand. We made it. <laughs> we yeah, are not, not reading the Swiss results again. They're already the old Swiss. and outdated. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can blame me for that one in the last episode and not her. He was actually reading what he thought was um, the current thing. Uh, I, <laughs> I did I mean, a very you know. poor job of making our outline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think at least we're like both to blame for this. I could have put like 5% more brain power into it and realized that it wasn't the current standings, but <laughs> eh. possibly. Uh, but looking at, we are recording this on a Thursday because I'm going out of town. So we are a little early, but Baja blood and Dane are still sitting in winners finals uh, plasma steak and saws saws saws. I saw they are scheduled to play but the winner of them uh, of their race will be 
going against Maniacal in losers finals. So mm-hmm. or rather a uh, losers semis. I take that back because uh, we do have to have someone in winners finals play. But uh, but we're getting down to the top four here, so to speak. So this uh, this should be pretty exciting here in the next couple of weeks. And maybe maybe we have a little cut in here if we have some updates on some of these results. GG's. GG's indeed. We do have the No Logic Mentor Tourney still going on. Uh, it is it's kind of hard to to gauge what exactly is happening at this point because they're glitching and we me and Herf don't pay attention to what those are. <laughs> um, but uh, there's been at least three races played in the first week of Swiss. Swiss is still going to be going on. They're doing four weeks of that. So we'll try and check in again next episode. They should be a little closer to be completing or the Swiss stage and we can get a couple extra pieces of information. Um, Bi-weekly seed time. I, we had the ludicrous speed. I didn't play it. I know Herf didn't play it. Uh, <laughs> shout outs to Dunka for picking it. I hope you guys enjoyed bi-weekly ludicrousness. So fear, I'm, I'm going to keep the train running here with the guest host. How do you, do you want to pick a mode for the community to, to play? Sure. There's only one mode, right? It's cross keys. There's no, there's okay. no other modes in the, in this game, right? There's only it one. Feels like it lately. Well, there's cross keys. There's cross keys 2023. And I've heard rumors of cross keys 2024. So it's 2024. It's just pseudo boots. But with 2023 key settings, settings I think. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, okay. that's what we're running for the, the, the tournament is cross keys 20. I think cross keys 23 is now the standard for cross keys. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. runs just vanilla cross keys anymore. Um, hopefully that gets cross changed over to like, just be what it is. Like everyone races 23 is just make it the standard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's do that. All right. We'll do okay. cross keys. I, I expect her to play this one. Yeah, that's happening for sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> One day, Herb's going to make me look real stupid. He's actually going to play one, and I'm, I'm my, my jaw is just going to be on the floor. Yeah, especially with cross keys, you're going to see that crisp five-hour time on the leaderboard. <laughs> if we want to make it fun for her, if we go, always roll a PogChamp seed. Oh, oh yeah, that would be real fun. I would definitely not finish that. Herf will be in the, what is that blue square? Why is it flashing? <laughs> well, what's happening here? All right, I mean, so- I've been playing the game for a long time. I have no idea what's going on in PogChamp. <laughs> I think that's kind of the point of it all. <laughs> the Doors Branch is literally now the the actual Wild West of Rando. I mean, it's nuts. If we if we'd have implemented Overworld Shuffle too, uh, I think I would have cried just trying to keep up with what's what. But <laughs> Overworld Shuffle, like the yes. screen from screen to screen. Oh wow! Yes, that's that's a thing. I, mm-hmm. I no, thank you. I've seen it supposedly you can have it where you're shuffling between light world and dark world screen to screen as well. And oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I would definitely not get lost at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Well, all right. Cross keys 2023. It's going to be, uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping it up. All right. So email us at go mode podcast at gmail.com. I didn't mess it up. Got out. the Yay. tip. Um, but we did get another weird email and apparently it was like in, it's in some weird text. Like it it looks like wings. So uh, hear me out on this one. I've, I saw this and I just saw some like weird hieroglyphics or whatever and didn't know what it was, but they looked sort of familiar to me. 
maybe from a video game or something. Anyway, me being the crafty man that I am, I uh, decided to throw it into Google Translate and Google Translate spat out that it was an ancient Hylian, which I didn't even know Google Translate supported that, but apparently, you know, Google is on the up and up concerning languages. So uh, I hope it translated it right. We all know Google Translate isn't too, uh, you know, reliable sometimes, but I'll I'll read back to you what what it gave me and then we can decide what we want to do with this. So okay. it said, minions of the dark, hear my command. Hyrule will soon be ours. Enemy soldiers have breached the portal in Misery Mire. Fools. We will trap and crush them. The power of the Triforce will lead us to victory. So that's what we got. I'm not sure what to make of this. Kind of like I'm not sure what to make, what to make of the thing that we got last time. But um, they seem somehow connected. I feel like I still feel like it's Hyrule Warriors. Like I just, I just want <laughs> another hack and slash, man. That's all yeah, I want. It, it definitely does remind me of that. So uh, we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, it seems like we've got a message, uh, message from both sides now, and uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how this, how this turns out. Yeah, fear you got any? Duckett didn't have many thoughts on this. He kind of did. He said something about Blaine and a big one. But yeah. do you do you have any thoughts about like these these cryptic messages? <laughs> I feel like we're getting pieces of a puzzle, and so it's hard to put the whole puzzle together, right? Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> the Riddler's only sending half of the clues to Batman. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out when we get your next email. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll find out. I guess hopefully at least it stopped going to spam, which is kind of nice. So yeah, that's a good start. Anyway, but if you want to email us something like that again or anything else, uh, go to podcast at gmail.com. So I guess we can we start shouting some things out. Uh, Herf, you've been playing any good games uh, last couple of weeks? Well, surprisingly, I've been kind of on a games break for a change. Uh, not really by mm. choice, but I finished up the Persona 3 Reload uh, game that came out. I think I talked about that last time. Uh, I thought it was great. I think the additions and the changes that they made were fun. Uh, definitely a big recommend for me if you like Shin Megami Tensei or Persona games. Um, what I didn't talk about last time, though, I think at least that I didn't talk about it. Correct me if I'm wrong. I did get the Lego Ornithopter set and built it uh, on release day. Uh, it was a Saturday when I got it, and it took me from 2.30 to like 11.30 to finish it so i spent like nine hours or something just building taking some smoke breaks you know having something to eat and then going back to building it's awesome uh the build wasn't really as fun because it was a lot of small fiddly parts Uh, that's probably why this is also for me personally at least the first lego model kit that i saw that has like a big 18 plus at the bottom where it's like only 18 and above are allowed to build this Lego set. I'm like, huh? Oh, what is so this? What? This is the ornithopter we were talking about earlier. Yeah. This is the ornithopter from Dune. Is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. That one. And uh, I, I'm not sure why it's 18 plus, maybe because of so many little parts or whatever. But uh, yeah, now that it's completed, I think it's awesome. It's huge when the wings are unfolded and uh, it's, it's a cool set. I, I definitely think it's so, awesome. It's easy to like as a Lego, I'm assuming it's easy to fold and unfold the wings like for display. Oh, yeah. The the like mechanisms that they have in there are so mind blowing to me because 
I have no idea how to design stuff like that. And it's just like a little pulley system and they like slowly fold out. And then if you push the button forward, they slowly fold in again and it just works seamlessly. Wow. That's pretty insane. I can show you later. Since we're all on cam, I'll just grab it once we're done recording okay. and I'll show you guys. <laughs> all right. Does it come with all those figures too? It does. Yeah. I have all those figures lined up in the, you can't really see because it's blurry, but where my finger is, that's where they're all standing. Are you excited for the new movie? The shelf. Yes. Me too. It's going to be good times. Yeah, it should be pretty good is but what yeah. I'm told. I haven't seen the first one. I'm, I'm that guy. Oh, it's so good. It's so it's, good. It's really good. I yeah. wish I saw it in the theaters. Like they put it out. They put it out. I think it was during COVID when it came out. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. I think it was in theaters, but nobody was really going to the theaters at the time. You yeah. could watch it for free if you had HBO Max. So it's like, forget that. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it yeah. at home. Yeah. But it's awesome. It. But I, now I kind of like, oh, I wish I saw that in the theaters. Yeah, I bet that would have been fun. I only saw it on digital as well. But yeah, to, to wrap up my shout outs real quick, I'm just waiting for finally, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two to come out next week. Next week. That's going to be the yeah. next big. That's going to be, I guess, this week. Uh, if, oh, <laughs> true. It's going to be this I mean, week yeah, now I that know. I think about it. Man, we're so early this we're, time. I know. We're, so, we're really dating ourselves because I got to... <laughs> uh, uh, I'll get to it in my shout out because I'll explain what's going on. But uh, Fear, do you have anything that you've got going on you want to shout out? I mean, if you listen to 216, you'll know you have my discussions about Baldur's Gate 3. It's basically consumed my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on... Uh, so I've beat it multiple times and I'm doing a solo honor mode run and the honor oh, mode wow. is you get one, you get one save file and it destroys itself after you load it. So you can never reload your save. So wow. if your party dies, you're done. Like you, you can keep playing, but it's no longer considered honor mode. Um, and I beat, I've beat honor mode like twice or three times now. It's not, it's too easy. Honor mode, the hardest difficulty is too easy. <laughs> so I beat it with two people in my party and then that one took me a couple attempts and now I'm on solo. I'm just doing one person in my party. Uh, I lost a run two nights ago when I rolled a critical fail on an oh, attack. No. I was oh, no. so pissed. It was like, I was like 85% or 90% chance to just hit the person and kill them. And then I'm fine. And I rolled a one and my... <laughs> My run completely ended and I was, I was about eight hours in. I was super pissed. So I'm about 14 hours into my next solo run. Um, it's going a little bit better. It's, it's tricky. It's definitely a lot harder doing it with one person in your party, but damn, that game is so good and I love it so much. What, uh, what class are you playing as if you're doing a solo run? Solo, I'm doing a ranger. Okay. Uh, because it allows me to, uh, sneak, (laughs) sneak around Mm -hmm. and not, not get into like, like I'm just, I'm just cherry picking everyone. I'm finding the, the highest spot shooting them with my, uh, over uh, my Titan string bow and, uh, running away. Mm-hmm. That way I don't get caught in, in like melee fights. My favorite class is monk, but the problem with monk is mm. you got to be yeah. in the thick of it. And, you gotta be in and, there. Yeah. And as soon as you fight, like, you know, you're there's six or seven people you're fighting, Sure, you can take down one or two because you're so overpowered, but then there's still four of the people you kind of have to dodge. And Monk doesn't have a lot of armor proficiency, so it's hard to mm-hmm. get your AC class up. With Ranger, you can just kind of cherry back, and if things don't go your way, just run away. <laughs> and so yeah, it's, I mean, it's made, it's made a little sense. easier. It's, it's been tough, but uh, it's, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You, uh, do you have any plans after you complete a solo run? Are you going to do... I, I think I have to... St- 
stop playing <laughs> because I legit have so many hours in and I bought uh, the Divinity Original Sin and Divinity Original Sin 2, which mm-hmm. Larian Studios, who made um, Baldur's Gate 3, previously made. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard really good things about them. I just haven't got to them. So maybe I'll jump into into those afterwards. Cool. Nice. I um. So my whole deal, I, last time I just said I was busy. And I'm pretty busy still. Uh, I did manage to get a new 3D printer and I am very excited of how fast and how good the quality is on it. Uh, it's It's been almost like a plug and play versus a plug it in, tune it and hope it works and then tune it again and then hope it works type <laughs> thing. Uh, it just It just works and it's better than the other one by miles. So yeah, like the, the, the Herp still has the key from mm-hmm. uh, passing those around. So uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll have something stupid again at SGO. Who knows? But what are you using it for? So right, keys for us. right <laughs> now, uh, let's see. I've been printing a lot of cable management stuff, like for myself in my office. Since I redid that, I did print uh, some figures. Um, I printed this nice large piston cup from the Cars movie uh, <laughs> because my my kid is obsessed with cars and we're having a, a cars themed birthday party for her next month so uh we we got the piston cup done i uh i guess i'll say this i i told a lot of people this but uh or the league admins I, i'm trying to find a way you know we've got the league twitch channels uh we i want to do something to make the league like set apart you know there's a thousand tournaments so it was like what could we do and it was like what if we what if I 3d printed a trophy and we could offer it to winners like past ones and present ones like in going forward. But the problem is it's not the material and it's not the time of printing it. It's the shipping. And it would feel Mm -hmm. like the ultimate middle finger to be like, Hey, you can have this for free if you pay for the shipping when there's people (laughs) in another country. So it's like, yeah, I could do this. Like I've, I've made like a prototype. I think that's a middle finger. I think that's a cool idea. Uh, but I wanted you know, to do belts like wrestling belts back in the day, but those are oh, too yeah. expensive. Yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. really expensive, but yeah. it's kind of like if I could find a way with the league, like Twitch funds to, to fund that, it would be great. But I'll, I'll say this and we may talk about it on spoiler log whenever I have the league admins on, but like league restreams are down this year on the league channels. So not many people decided to watch or, you know, watch ads and also sub. So I, I'm not saying we're in trouble, but I don't think we're going to hit the, the threshold to be on the plus or the break even side for like the website, you know, over the next year, especially if we're going to take, you know, 2024 off with the, the tournament shifts around, but um, you know, we'll, we'll make it work, but I just don't think I can make that happen. But I wanted to, I wanted to find a way to offer it to like literally season one through present and then find a way to make that happen going forward. As long as like I'm on the team and, you know, have the cap- like the capability. But so I've been kind of playing around with that. There's, there's been some other, like, I've just been 3d printing a lot of stupid stuff. Like I found this one does multicolor like on its own. So I found like a a wall art thing. That's like a four color pug. And I printed that for my wife and she put that up at her cube today at work. So I was like, well, I'm surprised that worked as well as it did. So it's been super fun. Um, and the reason we're recording this early, like I'm, I'm driving down to Atlanta tomorrow. We're recording this on a Thursday, like almost a full week before the thing comes out. And I'm driving down to Atlanta. I'm apparently hanging out with Andy a good bit. I'm crashing at his place. He was nice enough to to offer that to me. But I'm going down to watch cars go in circles on Sunday. So um, 
gonna do you take get that some... one, Herf? Do you get do you get the whole NASCAR thing? I don't. I've never yeah. watched NASCAR, but it, <laughs> it's, it's not. It's <laughs> not either. because I don't like it. I mean, maybe I would. I've just never gotten the opportunity to because it's absolutely not a thing here. Like, it's gotta have, be like a you experience it right because mm-hmm. watching it on TV doesn't seem like. Yeah, it, it's different on uh, TV. So I have no perspective on like watching cars go in circles. Like, yeah, I mean, I I kind of like it's probably not very comparable, but uh, uh, a big part of the family on my dad's side used to be into Formula One like crazy. Mm -hmm. And every Sunday when we had like family meetings, they would just sit in the living room and watch Formula One races going on. And I already (laughs) was like, "Uh, I don't know about this. It's just a bunch of cars going around a track. Um, I don't know. But then again, I will admit I'm not a big sports guy in general. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you would think with me being from Germany, I'm a big soccer guy or something. But I think uh, 22 people chasing after one ball is kind of a stupid idea. <laughs> so. hey, 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 we can make fun of cars all we want. But as soon as we start talking about football, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I think the whole NASCAR thing is something you got to experience. Like I hear like when you go there, it's like insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took, I, I talked to angry, angry pants into going to that one that, you know, in town where he kind of lives or whatever, like it was close by. And, uh, he was like, you know, that was like a lot more fun than I thought it would be. And what was yeah. really funny was like the fans like on Twitter and stuff basically said that was one of the more boring races they had seen all season. <laughs> so he was like, wait, that was supposed to be boring. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm going to go do that. I'm, I'm going, Andy's not going with me. I'm going alone. Uh, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna vibe. And I, I thought about, I don't know, maybe, maybe I take my microphones down there and be like, have you guys heard of a link to the past randomizer <laughs> and, and, you know, get punched in the face? Who knows? But anyway, I'm finally doing I, something fun. Can Go I ahead. ask you one thing before we, sorry, this is already, t- I know the show's long. I'm, no, no, I'm um, is barbecue season starting soon for you? Yeah. Or, so, does barbecue season go year round where, where you guys are at? For me, it goes year round. The problem was for me, the last 90 days I've been working with a personal trainer. So my diet has been super strict and my Mm. gym sessions have been like strict, like more strict than when I do them for myself. Um, That's completed, uh, which I, I didn't make some like, you know, movie star change in my life, but I did. I dropped 10 pounds and gained a ton on some lifts actually got like an all time PR on bench press at like 255 pounds at like 195 pounds body weight. So it was like, I'll take that. And you know, I'm old. I know I'm getting old. So like I can build muscle, but it's, it's going to be tough to do like naturally. And I'm, I'm not going to sacrifice potential long-term life to be like, you know, I'm going to get some steroids and as as fun (laughs) as that might sound to like get real big. Uh, I I don't really think that's worth the trade off, you know, especially with, I got when I have a kid now, um, Probably not. Yeah, I guess uh, uh, info dumping. I'll, I'll I'll say this too. So Monday, I I spent. I had my first. May, maybe fear can appreciate this. I had my first parent moment of helplessness, uh, where apparently I recorded a spoiler log episode and I came out of my office and it was like six thirty, and I I asked my wife. I was like, "Where's Where's the kid?" And she's like, "She's in bed. She said she didn't feel good." I was like, "Oh well, I'll go check on her." So I went and checked on her and like she wasn't quite asleep yet. So I told her good night. And as I'm telling her good night, she like projectile spews in the bed. And so we were like, okay, stomach bug, you know, not too worried yet. And then she's telling us my head hurts. So we put two and two together. Apparently she tripped in the hallway and 
she looked like she caught herself is what my wife said, but she claims she hit her forehead on the floor. Mm. So we're like, okay, let's maybe call the on call nurse and see about like, you know, concussion symptoms, keep an eye on her. And like, we got her cleaned up. And like, as soon as we got her cleaned up, she did it again. And she, we were like, does your stomach hurt? No, it's just my head. And we were like, Oh God. So we spent Monday night in the ER. So it was like, all right, I'm hoping this isn't as bad as it seems in this moment. (laughs) And luckily it was not, but uh, I think we got home about midnight. So that was, that was fun, but she is okay. So I'll, I'll take that. Uh, and all things considered, but it's been a very fun week here. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a great time. That's definitely what you want. Saying goodnight to your little kid, and then it starts projectile vomiting at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that was the the first like parent moment of I feel helpless and I can't help my kid. I really hope that it's not as bad as it looks because I have to stay calm and I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you have one kid, right? Yeah, yeah. When you have one kid, it's definitely like the, like everything is pretty major and then you get three mm-hmm. and it's like, whatever <laughs> the third one's like <laughs> yeah. trips and falls and you're just like, pick yourself up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, uh, well, it, it's funny cause I'll end up blaming myself. We made, we made sure that we would have one kid. I made sure we would have one kid. So, uh, now I'm like, okay, well did, did I make a bad decision? <laughs> like if something happened, <laughs> what did I do? Maybe we should have had to, maybe no. I wouldn't be so freaking out, but you know, anyway, uh, well, I guess that's going to do it for us on another episode of Go Mode Podcast. Fear, thanks so much for hanging out, man. Thanks for doing the guest host. Love it. Even though you, even though yeah, you tried it was a great time. <laughs> I will forget all about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really appreciate it. It's, uh, I mentioned this on 216, but, you know, it's sad to see Timp step away because when you get that flavor of being outside the door, when you go outside, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. it's so nice out here. And then it's mm-hmm. hard to go back indoor, indoors. So part of me worries about him ever coming back to, to the show regularly. Um, but it's well, well earned and well deserved. And so, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see the show going on and I love to be on the show whenever you guys want me to be. So, well, thank you, man. And I'm sure Tim appreciates the nice words too. I'll speak for him, even though <laughs> I, I probably should never do that, but All right, well, on behalf of Fear and Herf, I'm Deity, and let's go ahead and mirror out.